Music and art are an expression of an artist's perspective on life. They shape our own perceptions of reality and help us develop an appreciation for the world around us. Connect with creatives of every nature to understand and deepen your connection to their work on the Evoked Podcast. Hello and welcome to Evoked. My name is Stephanie Welter. I'm a realtor with Keller Williams Success Realty and I'm joined today by local Jefferson Park artist Maria Dalton. Maria, thank you for coming today. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I was introduced to your work from social media. All of a sudden I started seeing all of these really cool watercolor prints of the neighborhood I grew up in. So Jefferson Park, I got my shirt on today. Yes. Um, So you kind of just like blew up as this local watercolor painter. What happened? How did this start? So the Jefferson Park part started um, this winter. I take online watercolor classes. Okay. And I take them with this Siberian woman named Ekaterina, who teaches in both Russian and Italian. And uh, do I do you speak? I speak Italian. I do not speak Russian. Oh. I can do the accent, but I don't speak it. Okay. Um, <laughs> So once a week, she gives you an assignment, a very detailed assignment. And the winter one was all about city and colors and, you know, just what's in your neighborhood. And so I was being a hermit at home. Mm-hmm. And the assignments were go outside when it's not sub-zero, take some pictures, like depending on whatever the assignment was, and yeah. paint it. And so I started taking, I took pictures of the alley. Uh, I, that's actually my favorite one. That one, there's a story about that one. I'll tell you that later. But that's how it started. For each each assignment, I was just going around, you know, either there she was like, either look out your window, paint what you see. I'm like, I see my neighbor's garbage cans and his (laughs) yard. So I did some really pretty watercolors of that. I didn't post those. I was going to say, I bet you could almost (laughs) capture the smell of that garbage can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, All the cars that would park there. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so... One day it was like a really miserable day and I had just finished one of the assignments and it was fun because it was a night, kind of a night shot and mm-hmm. it was colorful. I brought that one too. And I thought, what the heck? I'll post this on Jefferson Park. Yeah. It's part of Jefferson Park. And all of a sudden it was just like, oh my gosh, everyone started <laughs> reacting. They're like, do you have any more? I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I just posted a few more and then it just kind of We love going. you. <laughs> You're a local sensation. And... I was like, wow, why is this getting this reaction? Like, you know, I belong to Plein Air Painters of Chicago, which is this roving group of seasoned uh, either painters or hobbyists that we go around to a different location every week and paint something. But it's very much like something that everybody sees in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's not Jefferson Park. It's not... Right. So people don't get that reaction. They're so... So like the Bean or... The Bean Willis or Buckingham Tower. Fountain yeah. or, you know, pretty thing like Hyde Park, the Roby House, sure. which are all really beautiful, but everyone's touched those. And yes. like, you know, and then I started doing this stuff, which everyone's like, you cared enough to like paint that? You, I painted a viaduct. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's so... It just captures the feeling of the neighborhood, and I think that's what... That's what's resonating with Yes. People. It's like you can almost, like, the one of the, the night, I can smell the summer air. I can feel like sitting on my parents' deck. My, my parents are on Gunnison and Malvina. Yeah. So 
every backyard you're facing the alley with the street lights and it's it's a feeling of a summer night and oh, it's just, yeah. you just captured it so perfectly. Thank you. Um so did you grow up in Jefferson Park? Yes. Um I grew up there. I lived right now I live in the two flat that I inherited from my parents. Um oh, very nice. I grew up down the street like on the other corner and then my parents and my family moved into this two flat. Uh, I moved away for a long time and then through a series of events ended up back at that okay. location. So as a child, were you drawn to art? Excuse my pun. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was. Like when did this start? So tell me like the beginning of your origin story. Probably I was two years old. Anything. Oh, really? If I could get up on a coffee table and just, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I would destroy it. My dad was a mechanical engineer, and I would find his blueprints, and I was fascinated by the blue paper, and I would just be like, I'm going to make this better. <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like mail that had to go out. I'm like, let me just add something to this. So it was, it's always so it was just thing. running through your veins. When I was really little, my aunt was a painter, and she taught me like how to paint and how to do ceramics when I was really, really little. Oh, that's cool. Um, that was really fun, and that's always stuck with me. So I've grown up with paint and, you know, mess and all that. That's amazing. Life. And so your family encouraged it. Your oh, aunt, very much. Were your parents artistic? I know your dad's a mechanical engineer. Um, it's kind of an art, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the stuff he made was mind-boggling. Yeah. My mom was creative, too. She was more, like, improv creative. Like. Oh, really? <laughs> what did she do? No, I mean, you know. Not professionally? Just, no, no. Just her personality was just like, let's do this. Okay, cool. <laughs> I want to make paper mache and stuff nylons with pantyhose and then make pythons. Why not? Oh, cool. That's amazing, actually. <laughs> so it was, you know, they were like, what? I was the only child. So I was, you know, spoiled to death. That's awesome. Sent for lessons everywhere. I was doing the Art Institute when I was like 11 years old. I, Good you for know, you. It was great. That's I, awesome. I ate it up. Um, went to a very Catholic grammar school. What, you went to St. Constance, right? You just merged with my grammar school. I went to St. Robert's. So, yeah. 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 We are one now. We are a merry undoer of knots. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. That is our parish name now. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> but they were great. They realized that I needed to do this. And by the time I was, I, I, told you about this I was in eighth grade they were like okay you're gonna be in charge of all the bulletin boards so I did like construction paper sculpture and you know whatever and then one day I was like I'm really into stained glass they're mm -hmm. like yeah <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> like can can we paint on the windows because St. Constance has these really big glass yeah you know? and so they were like can it come off I'm like oh yeah so they let me just go to town with that's so cool. I, I don't yeah. think they would have allowed that at St. Roberts. We were a little stricter over there. Yeah, <laughs> it was you know good for you though. So that, that was, was fun. fun. That was great. And so then we also both went to Resurrection. Yes. Um, and you did the art program. I think it was it Mr. Longo. He was a religion teacher. Oh, he's religion. Who taught art at Because uh, I, I'm not artistic. I'm just gonna put that out there. I have like not artistic at all. I wish I was. Um, first it was Sister Frances who gave me a big long lecture on how to paint seagulls. Mm. Um, we're going to leave that alone. Actually, that's, <laughs> that's odd because that's one of my favorite subject matters. I did too. And my husband painted me a seagull once because oh. I told him I love how seagulls just sit on top of a light post. 
they just look so silly to me. They're just like there. I don't know, something about the way they sit. And so the fact that you were taught that, I feel like that's a class I would like to take. (laughs) She was like my freshman year or something. And then Miss Davies came, Mm -hmm. who was fabulous. She was kind of eccentric, but she got me. Okay. And just kept pushing me, like, you know, aside from what was assigned in the classroom. She's like, come on, go do pencil, go do charcoal, go paint, you know. I was doing four by six paintings. Really? Yeah. So, like, the, the program at Res, like, did they focus on different mediums per semester? How was it structured? Because I was not part of that program. Oh, God, you're asking me to think about the Jurassic period. Um, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was all kinds of mediums. You got to she just let play you, with everything. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of it, when you really got farther along, you were into the paints and all that. Cool. So. And so, from Res, you then... Um, where did you go to college? I went to Northwestern. Oh, wow. Um, That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I got in. I had been doing a lot of theater, especially, you know, the pinnacle of res theater was just... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. I used to do Goodman Theater in the summers, did all kinds of... Oh, really? It was when Fame came out. Okay. So there were a lot of leg warmers involved. Mm. I was, yeah. Oh, like yeah. it. That was all, yeah. And so I wanted to still be in theater, and I was ignoring the fact that I was way better at art than I was at acting. But they suggested, they're like, well, there is a scholarship for like costume design. I'm like, really? What do I gotta do? Yeah. They're like, oh, design costumes for a piece in like three different mediums, like opera or play or ballet. And so I did. And then they were like, hey, you got a scholarship. I'm like, cool. So I was a theater major for a year. you got a scholarship to Northwestern. For a year. That's amazing, (laughs) though. That's a huge accomplishment. It was, I was, I didn't realize what a gift it was at the time because I was a dumb 18-year-old. You know, I don't know anything. (laughs) Right. Um, But I did that for a year, and it was great. And then I'm kind of like, Northwestern is uh, epicenter for musical theater and for just theater in general and yeah. the talent is mind-boggling yes. and I'm like what am I doing here I need to go switch so my sophomore year I switched you know schools from school of communication to um what was it called arts and sciences I guess it was mm-hmm. called back then and I declared myself an art and Italian major oh, that's so then I started and then Italian was a so joke cool. my Italian teacher was like you're not learning anything you already know this in your head you're just coasting I'm how like, did you know italian uh my parents i'm first generation american so oh. my parents were refugees after world war ii oh wow and um got to chicago in the early 50s oh wow so they were that's a, a whole bit different older. story yeah that's another i love civilian stories of world war ii era so like i'm not so much into like the war tactical stuff but I love hearing about Europeans yeah. that had to escape and their stories and the families that were left behind and the, the women and children yeah. and what they endured. Well, they were in a part of Italy that after the war got given to Yugoslavia. So it was no longer Italy. Wow. And they're like, what are we going to do here? So you had a choice. You had like five boats you could pick from. So I have cousins in Australia. I have cousins in Argentina. Oh my goodness. Canada, you know, all over the world because you all split and you just went wherever you thought would that be. That is so crazy and so, interesting to think how a family yeah. can be just like. Yeah. Now you're just planted all over the place. And I grew up just, you know, I thought everyone had cousins in Melbourne. I don't know. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> so that was how that happened. Wow. Um, yeah. 
And so from Northwestern, you really declared yourself an artist. And yeah. I mean, how cool is it to just be like, oh, I'm an artist and I speak Italian. Oh, like, oh, good it, for you. Uh, it didn't feel I was that such way. a nerd back then. <laughs> um, but my, the thing I loved most was my advisor was Ed Paschke. That, okay, right there, is, like, <laughs> that just blows my mind. Because when you say Ed Paschke, you think the viaduct of Jefferson Park. Yeah. When they opened that little museum, my yeah. husband and I were living right by Gale Street. Yeah. And, and we went to, like, the opening. I don't know if it was the opening day or the week, but when they had, like, a Native American thing where they were all dancing. Mm -hmm. And it was a really cool event. Um, and I remember thinking, like, Jefferson Park is coming to life. Like, the, yeah. the culture is here. Because yeah. it was kind of, like, mom and poppy for so long. And then all of a sudden, we had an art this community. Thing. Yes. Yeah. What is this? What is this museum? Well, so tell me all about Ed Pesci, because I actually don't know anything about him other than that. He is, was, he passed away in 2006 or something. Um, probably the, if you met him, you would not think he was Ed Pesci. Okay. He just—he always was in a flannel shirt, just you know, really quiet. He was—he had been super shy, I guess, as a child, but very mild-mannered, very humble, very sweet. Mm -hmm. um, I remember first time meeting him. I'm like, he's kind of like my next door neighbor. He's my advisor. That's so interesting. And I was so work is ignorant. Like I didn't know who he was. You know, I eventually figured it out. Mm -hmm. But he was great. I didn't have him for a lot of classes till like my senior year. Um, but yeah, he would, he'd bring us to his studio and be like, okay, make a mark on this piece that I'm working on. And then I have to work around it. And I'm like, I can't, I, no, because yeah. <laughs> I knew what it meant to like touch a canvas like yes. that. And then he's just like, yeah, do whatever you want, you know. Wow. And he showed us how he did his technique. He painted with like steel wool to get that like, he got the digital look yeah. way before digital was a digital thing. Interesting. It, yeah, because he was very influenced by like TV and like a lot of the stuff he grew up with. He grew up on the Northwest side. Did he really? Which is why the Ed Paschke Center is there. He's like, I wanted this accessible. Yeah, he could have been downtown or he could have been in New York, but he's like, absolutely not. I want this right here. I love that. And that place where he's now at, that little storefront, like, mm -hmm. That used to be the Nob Stationer when I was little. Okay. And it was where you went to buy school supplies and art supplies and all of the stuff. And I have classmates who we would go in there. Are you familiar with Mr. Sketch markers at all? I don't even know if they make them anymore. I, I'm not. They were the first set of scented markers. Okay. So, so I do like scented markers. I don't know if that's the brand, but... But this was the thing back then, and they were great colors, and they cost a fortune. And so we would just be okay, in the back, so like, I'd... sniffing the mango. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, and then... As when, you do. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, we all, that's like a burned-in memory of, like, you know. Wow. And so, like, look and at then it became. I know. That's crazy. I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, i got to paint this place, but... <gasps> Oh my gosh, that would like complete the circle. Yeah, I've got to do it. I just got to wait for better light or something because it's in a funny place. And well, it's... summer hopefully is coming in yeah. now. By the so. time this airs, it better be warm out. I'm telling you right yeah. now. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's crazy. It's still freezing. I, yeah, today's like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because you're, you're there getting your first set of art supplies or one of your first ones. And then mm -hmm. your mentor is Ed Paschke. And then Who it becomes, becomes the museum. And now, like... oh my gosh. And now you're like the local icon. Oh, I don't, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to declare, I'm going to declare you as such. Oh um, local Jefferson Park icon. Wow. Maria Dalton. Um, yes. 
Yes, so. you are. So um, when you were in college, did you like have a passion for a certain medium? Were you playing with all of this stuff? You seem like kind of a scatterbrained squirrel. in a good way. Yes, yeah. a, a scatterbrained squirrel in a um, good way. We were taught by like working artists. So it was Valerio, it was Conger, it was, um, I forgot my photography teacher. And I had a little bit of color theory, but pretty much most of it was like, all right, go make something. Here's gouache. Why don't you figure out what gouache does? I'm like, okay. What is gouache? Gouache is like heavy duty watercolors. They're oh, like okay. opaque. Um, uh, so we would paint with different things, but I don't recall outside of oil being taught the real mechanics of any of the mediums. So okay. we were just kind of left to our own devices and we would get great critiques and all that. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like, like when you go to like um, the Chicago Academy of Art or something, you're really taught like foundational, right? you know, how to paint stuff. I'm, maybe it's different now at Northwestern, but in my brain, none of that, right. except for printmaking, which it was like, yeah, you got to learn That's what like to do with the acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very specific, but in terms of like, painting and all that. I had played with watercolor. I had played with gouache, but... I love the concept of just playing with art. Yeah, like, seeing great. your work makes me want to paint. Good. Yeah. You should. It's, Everyone should very paint. I inspired. And my husband and I do dabble. Like, we'll go out and, like, we, we move from relaxing. Jefferson Park to the Chain of Lakes, and so... We love nature, and he's really into Bob Ross because we cut cable, oh, yeah. and so like one of our only channels plays Bob Ross twenty four seven. Oh my god, it's amazing! There's and we have a little baby that will just sit there and watch. It. Yeah, and that's um, all getting programmed right I know. now. I know. Like, what better programming? <laughs> so we love to dabble. It would yeah. never turn out like that, but it doesn't matter because it's fun. It doesn't matter. I love to get my hands dirty. Ten thousand hours to get mastery. So. Oh wow. That's like I don't know, ten that's years. A lot. It's <laughs> a long time. Yeah, I've got nine years to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oil painting I learned pretty well. Yeah. And at that point in my life, I thought it was really cool to be hyper realistic. Okay. So I would paint super tight, you know, like anything, all surfaces, people, mm. whatever. Um, and that's kind of the style I was painting in when Ed Paschke was teaching. And he would just kind of, he was very low key. And he'd walk by and he'd be like, are you sure about that green? Why don't you look at it again? Oh, just like plant okay. a seed of doubt and yeah. walk away. Uh -huh. okay. It's like, <laughs> why don't you look at that again? You know, he'd just make you look at something. He wouldn't come in and like correct it for you. But right. he, he would he let you like, figure it out for yourself, which was yeah. great. So, you know, you spend a lot of time sweating going, oh, God, it's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and they say watercolor is really difficult because you only get one chance. Oil is really difficult because it never ends. You could fix it forever. Yeah. So there I are two that's different. that's the part that would stress me out the most. It's like, when are when you When do you done? call it? Yeah. yeah. Is that something that you struggle with still? Um, you got to learn to call it with watercolor or you'll overwork it. And I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. I still want to like touch it forever. So <laughs> I got to like walk away. <laughs> but, yeah. You just have to start another one. Almost. But I started taking online watercolor classes and one of my dear friends was very astute. And she's like, Maria, right now you're painting watercolor like you paint oil. I'm like, oh, you're right. It's all <laughs> constipated. Ew. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's when I started taking more classes, and the classes I take with Ekaterina are just like I love La totally Katarina. yeah Ekaterina Matsuba. Oh my and goodness! My favorite treat is she speaks Italian with a Russian accent, so it just blows your mind. That sounds so beautiful. <laughs> like all of this is just like I feel just inspired. Like I, it's my, so fun. I, I just can't imagine. Like what a beautiful life you're living. I'm just so I love this. Yeah. I want to know everything. <laughs> So, so you're taking these classes, um, but before that, let's backtrack. So you're you're with Ed Paschke, and I know this because I read your bio. But what happened next? Um, so because you left Ed Paschke, like you were with. Yeah, I walked away from a lot of things. That's crazy. So my senior year, you're supposed to not necessarily put on a show, but at least contribute a couple pieces. Mm-hmm. to the end of the year show mm-hmm. because you're an art major come on cough it up like you know <laughs> so I had some prints and then you're so funny <laughs> <laughs> and so I had been taking this year-long painting class and he's like well enter some pieces so I entered some watercolors and then I entered an oil that I had been working on him with mm-hmm. and one day I was working on some other hyper realistic nonsense and he comes into the studio, he's like, hey, Maria, come here. And I have this visual burned in my head. He was in a flannel shirt, leaning against the door frame. He's like, so uh, you won the painting competition. Will you accept you know, $500 for your painting? I'm like, at oh, that time, that was God. like $1,500. That's insane. Because this was a long time ago. So a student got paid for the art? That, like, it did was, that happen? It, graduate students get paid. Really? What happened was I don't know anything about the, the judges... World. I guess picked mine over all the grad students that had entered this thing because it was their big show. Wow. So I was really not liked. <laughs> I just kind of laid low. Yeah, they're like, who's this twerp who's doing this weird painting with hats? And like, <laughs> what was the painting? Um, I mean, it has hats, is from what I gather. It was, I was really into faces and it was the 80s and it was <laughs> this girl with a big scarf and a thousand bows on her hat and it was super complicated. Okay. And it took me like, three or four months to paint and it won it won and then they bought it and hung it up at the student union and then I found out like a few years later someone in a drunken stupor had stuck a pen through it (laughs) and they ended up paying like thousands of dollars to have it repaired by the art institute oh my god and your painting was in the art institute yeah having surgery or you know like (laughs) It still counts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what they've done with it now. I don't think it's up on display. But that was You should like, find out. Yeah. Where, where is that? But God, they must have such a humongous repository of, like... But, yeah, the school ended up buying, like, three or four other watercolors by my senior year. Some were for a dorm. Some went somewhere. I don't remember. That's so cool, though. And so... But in this time, it was time to get a job. So I had the big shoulder pad jacket. Mm. And I was like, yeah. I'm, I hated those things that would come out. Yeah, I'm going to be all professional now. So I put a resume together. And in this time, me and a friend had started an ad agency on campus. That was... How cool. It was fun. It was silly. Yeah. Um, and I won... You did interviews, not so much by lottery, but like you picked a spot you wanted. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, Leo Burnett account executive I'm like I know neither of those but they're like well yeah you should do that I'm like okay oh my gosh your life is just and so Burnett is like huge huge okay it gets better (laughs) so they interview me and they basically wanted me because 
for, I guess, what I had leadership skills. I was president of my dorm, so I was super bossy. Mm -hmm. I was like, we need carpeting and a TV. <laughs> That's going to happen. So that was good. Um, and then they were like, you did all this stuff with, you know, an ad agency. You'd be a great account executive. I'm like, what's an account executive? <laughs> They're like, oh, you're the, you know, you're, you're bilingual, right? I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, you would go be the liaison between the clients and the rest of the agency back home. I'm like, okay. Back home, like where? Within the agency. But where was the satellite office that you were okay, going to go so, to? Okay, so I didn't realize this at the time. Like after the first interview, they were like, we'll get back to you. And they got back to me. They're like, so um, we're interested in sending you to Milan, Italy. Shut up. To be an account executive. I'm like, come again? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? And they're like, yeah, so you're, you're going to have some phone interviews, oh you know, because it God. was phones at the time. Right. And so it might be at crazy hours because there's like a seven hour difference. I'm like, okay. So I like went out and bought an answering machine because, yeah. you know, in case I wasn't there. And so it ended up working out. They flew me out over spring break. That's incredible. To meet everyone. Everyone at home hated me. <laughs> like, yeah, you are really making a name for yourself Yeah, here. it's just, you know, um, but they were like, yeah, you're going to work here starting in August. I'm like, okay. Like they, I, it was a pittance of a salary because you're a newbie. You're but you get nothing. to go to Milan. I know. I lived in Milan, but I didn't What have... was it like? What, like, what were the streets like? I've never been. I've been to Italy, but not to Milan. Milan is really pretty if you get to go inside all the courtyards. It's a very industrial, like, closed city. So oh. all the beautiful things are inside these palazzos and you see these giant internal courtyards. That Interesting. Are so the outside's kind of gray. I mean, yeah, the architecture is cool and all that. And the fa I lived in the fashion district, so it was just like these gazelles would walk by in the mm -hmm. train, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, Milan is like fashion central. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. you got to up your game yeah. dressing there. I um, would not fit in very well. <laughs> Unless they like Kohl's and Target. <laughs> it's, yeah, well they have they have their target version, but yeah, they probably got that. When now. I got this job, I, you know, I had to go for my, not really an exit interview, but like I went and told Ed Paschke, I'm like, hey, I got this job offer. I'm going to go to Milan and be an account executive. And he was just like, you know, when you think you're self control your face, don't make a face. <laughs> he was doing that and he was just really still. He's like, oh, congratulations. Are, are you sure about that? I'm like, Hello? <laughs> I'm going to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with this ad agency I've never heard of. <laughs> He's like, well, okay. You know, don't forget what you learned. I'm like, I've disappointed him, haven't I? Yeah, this is kind of sad. <laughs> it was. And, yeah. you know, I was just kind of, I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, why aren't you excited? Everyone else is losing their marbles over this. Right. And so. But he was losing his protege. I don't know about that, but I think he saw potential that was kind of being ignored for commercial, you know, mm -hmm. money. And, yeah. And so once I got into Milan, it didn't pay a lot. So I ended up starting to paint portraits of like my coworkers' children and all that. Oh. And, and that's when I was doing a lot of watercolor, but it was very uptight watercolor. Yeah. And not your normal style. No, not at all. And within, 18 months, it was abundantly clear that I was failing as an account executive. I was expected to do media plans. Oh, I don't do numbers. I just, it, yeah. my brain doesn't work that way. You're, it was you're terrible. more artistic. What got me through and the best part of my job was 
in the overseas office, the account executive would present all the creative and all the storyboards. Here, you don't do it that way. The creatives come and present their own work. But there, we would go back and forth to Rome like twice a week. I worked on Procter and Gamble and Nivea wow. and all and you know all the multinationals because they needed English and Italian. And so my claim to fame was I would present all the storyboards. This is where the theater training came in first yeah. in English, and then represent them in Italian. Well, that's cool. So that was great. I don't you wish you had like video of yourself at that time doing that. God no. <laughs> So that was that, that was, was really cool to me. That was really fun, you know. And in in Italy, unless you stand on the desk and scream and yell, you're not having impact. Um, Whereas if you try to do that in the states, they're like, "Do you, do you need anger management?" Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> so there's just, a little bit of a cultural. Yeah. Difference. So that part was great, but the rest of it was just like, I can't do business plans. I don't. I don't care about your media buy. You know, that was mm-hmm. I was just miserable, and there was no art in, in it. But the creative director, who was Swiss, was just like, Maria, I've, I've heard you paint. Can I see? And so I showed it to him. And then he said a whole bunch of really bizarre idioms that were kind of Swiss and kind of Italian. And everyone didn't know what he was saying. But he let me make an ad. Oh, fun. And so I learned kind of how to make an ad. And I art directed. And he's like, you're a natural at this. You should be doing this. I'm like, OK. Yeah. But then the management was like, mm, we didn't hire you for that. You're going to have to go do that somewhere else. Oh, really? Yeah. So I left and came back to Chicago, and I took some how to be an art director classes at the Academy of Art, like mm-hmm. marker rendering and key lining and you know, all the stuff you had to do back then. And I was like, this is cool. I get to play. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Looking at your art director website, I was like a kid <laughs> in a candy store. It was so cool. Like, Thank you. The, I don't remember um, the, the Wheat Thins animal, some sort of hyena, oh, oh, African yes. hyena. Yeah, there was a hyena, uh, alligator, and a cheetah. I like... I loved it. I was showing it to like my clients this morning. I'm like, look at I get to talk to her. Like, isn't this cool? That animator, do you know who that animator is? No. That's Oscar Grillo. He invented the original aliens for men in black. Oh no way. That's crazy. He oh man, you want someone fun to talk to? He's completely <laughs> nuts. <laughs> He's Argentinian living in London and just like bigger than life. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wow. But um, yeah. So going forward, you're doing these watercolors. I know we have to wrap things up oh, here. Sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> time. No, don't be. This is fantastic. Um, so you're doing watercolors of the neighborhood. What, yeah. What's on the horizon for you? I have no idea. I'm still. I haven't found my style yet. Like a lot of artists have like a thing that they want to communicate. I have no idea what that is yet. But maybe that's your thing. Maybe. I don't know. I like, mean, don't you think that's fascinating to not pigeonhole yourself and to just be able to yeah. play? Like, maybe I mean, just play. I want to get better at the technique. I'm never satisfied. So. Mm. Well, I think everyone on the Northwest side is satisfied. <laughs> we love your work. Thank um, you. Where can people buy prints or originals from you? Um, the art is on mariadelton.art, mm-hmm. and I catalog it either as like for sale on the gallery. I can do prints about just about anything. But um, the one fun project that I've been doing on my own, and it taught me a lot, was I found my daughter's old color pencils. Oh, how cute. There's 10 of them. And so I gave myself a challenge. For Christmas, I had been given a... Um, subs- subscription, I guess, to the Art Institute. Oh, okay. So I would go and draw the paintings with just these color pencils. Stop. So I started doing some. Oh, my goodness. 
So these are some of them. And this taught me so much. Wow. More than any class, more than anything, because you have a very limited color palette. They're very yeah. rudimentary, and you've got to capture it all. Look at how beautiful that is. So, wow. you know, it's all different ones. Whatever caught my eye, I would sit there wow. and do. Some I did at home. Oh, my goodness. But these were so fun. I love that you gave yourself this challenge. Wow, that is like spot on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You really nailed that. Um, Look at that. I really enjoyed doing this. <gasps> oh, I love that one. So that was so fun. This is at the Art Institute, right? These are on the walls. Okay, so I just <laughs> went with my sister, um, Tracy, not too long ago, and that one with the oysters yeah. led us to get oysters for dinner that night because we were like... So, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so funny. We're now, like, we've been going for oysters every time we see each other since that day. Oh my gosh. It became, like, our thing. <laughs> so, you know, this one really scared me. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, oh, just do Look it. Look at how you captured the leg. These are amazing. <laughs> but you these, are so talented. Thank you. I have so much fun doing these. I'm like, this oh, is my hair. <laughs> look at that. Um, wow. You know, this was the only Van Gogh. Well, the, oh, no, there I like were other that. Van Goghs. But the fruit... And, you know, oh some degas, some hats, some Turner. He's a big oh, watercolorist. Oh, I remember that wall with all the ships. You know, yeah. it's just, these to me, I get more excited about sometimes uh, than that. I like that. I like just like a, a snippet of life, like just people yeah. sitting around a cafe. And it really teaches you. People, all artists gravitate. They just paint what they like yeah. or what speaks to you. And I've learned finally to listen to my voice. Because I used to edit it and be like, no, that's not good enough. Now I'm like, no, you reacted. Now sit there and paint it. Yes. I don't care what it is. Yeah, so I love So that. that's been a big step for me. Your work is so beautiful. Thank you. I wish but I more could just... boats, all this stuff. Anyway, there's one that this was fun. Look at how beautiful. I like this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the drinkers. Yep, I was going to say, those guys are... <laughs> They're not on their first drink. No, I tried a Monet. <laughs> that was hard. Oh, Look God. Look how pretty you captured the purple, though. That was hard. Uh, wow. Then Mary Cassatt. Oh, wow. She rules. Love that. That's the last one. Or no, I don't know, some Cezanne. Anyway, I wow. haven't had time to go back, but I got to do more. Well, thank you so much for being thank here today. You. I feel like I could just keep going. I want to, like, I'm dying to see what's in that folder, but I know that we're out of time. But for anyone that's interested, I had here. Maria paint oh, my one. parents' house. Um, she does commissioned work. It's stuff like this. For now, right? You might get too big for that. Um, but yeah, this one really hit a note in our neighborhood. And that guy that works there owns it. He's actually a big aquarium guy. So if you have any questions about fish tanks. Really? Yeah. I just happen to know that. I'm no going idea. to that cleaner since I was a kid. I know. I've seen it forever. It's, I don't even think about it. It's a local it. institution. But yeah. thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you. This was awesome. I could babble all day. Me too. <laughs>